I'm Yamilka Rodriguez, and this is the Brand Therapist Podcast, where we come together and dive deep into the psychology of branding. We live in a new era that asks us to step up and show our individuality, learn what makes us unique and different in this world. Let's open the door to possibilities so you can win in business, life, and relationships, because everything starts with you. Hello, Jody. I am so excited to have you on my chair today. Hello, Yamalka, my dear friend. It's so nice to see your lovely face. Yes, thank you. And welcome to The Brand Therapist. We've known each other for a while now. I mean, not forever, but about what, four years? Probably three, three or four years now. Yeah. And we've been through a lot of business stuff together. So I'm really excited to talk about your journey, what you've experienced. We can get emotional here if needed. So know that we might go a little deep on these conversations, but that's part of getting to the true essence of the conversation. Sounds good. All right. So I'm going to read your bio and then we'll ask a few questions there. Or if there's anything else that you want to talk about after we kind of go in through your bio. Okay. So Jody Vetteral is an author, international speaker, coach, CEO, and founder of Beyond the Banks. Jody is one of the up and coming financial independence gurus sharing and educating her audience on how to utilize private money lending while having a good night's sleep. She shares her strategies and processes in her book, Beyond the Banks, Success Strategies in Real Estate and Private Lending. Jody has had 20 years of successful award-winning sales career selling high-tech software for Fortune 500 companies. In addition, she has actively invested in real estate for over 17 years, and we won't say how much money you've invested because it's been a lot, Jody. Beyond the Bank's successful strategies in real estate and private lending was written during the process of restructuring her finances to bring her financial independence. So Jody had her first child when she was in her mid-40s and experienced the overwhelm of a combination between motherhood and corporate. After a catalytic moment in her life, the fire was lit and the path to financial independence was paved. Now she has the space to create programs, speak on stage, coach, sharing her wisdom, experiences, resources to those who wish to embrace the wisdom and other experiences. Why? 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 We ask ourselves. Well, she didn't want her son to grow up with a mom that felt stressed out and trading water all the time, racing around in a state of overwhelm. Jody's most successful achievement to date is the balance of life she has created that allows her to live in the moment and enjoy every day with her young son. Wow, what a story. I'm so excited. So what I want to talk about first is how did you start this process, right? How did you start your process of creating Beyond the Banks? Years before I wrote the book, I was actually got myself involved in dropshipping. I was really interested in dropshipping and doing some sort of an e-commerce. And 
I was in a program and they had a retreat down in Kona, Hawaii, which was really nice. So I brought my family down there. And in that retreat, there was somebody who, you know, had a pitch about writing your own book and how to do it. And it was like a paid for publisher, publishing companies, black card books. And I always knew in life that I would write a book at some point. I'd studied architecture and in architecture, there was a tremendous amount of writing. We were always doing essays and stuff. And I really loved doing it. I really loved writing and creating. So I knew that I would go back to that. And then I sort of went through this whole journey with my work, which I really loved my work and everything like that. It was an interesting job and whatnot, interesting technology. But I kind of got to a point where it was just too much. As you mentioned in my bio with everything, when I took a step back and I spent that time on my financial reality and realized that with some movement around and some restructuring that I could actually leave my job have uh, financial independence, which is different for me from saying financial freedom or being retired. I was 46. What, what is that? What is, tell me what financial independence means. Financial independence is just, um, for me, what it was is being able to step away from that job, reporting to a manager, and basically being able to create space in my life to be able to do other things, entrepreneurial or whatever. And through that, I made an outline and I just started writing and I wrote my book in about a week and a half, the core of it, you know, the, the foundation of it about 90% of it. I partnered with other people. And so I had to kind of write them in there. And so that's kind of where I started as I knew that I could write this book. And then from there, a really incredible journey of learning because you have to digitally market, you have to brand. There's so many different things that I was unaware of. And through the process of writing the book, uh, the publisher was one, you know, publisher, you sort of like put the money up and then they do everything to do with the book for you, including the book cover. Yeah. So the book cover was sort of like, you know, here are three or four choices and you sort of pick the best one. And there wasn't really much of a process. It was really, you know, I was outsourced overseas. They were just basically taking the design or creating the design off of the title of the book and the summary of the book. And that that was pretty much it. So there was no diving into any sort of brand process. And then eventually, when I realized I had to kind of get into this digital marketing. And then I, you know, started building a coaching program and then eventually an online program. I had, you know, hired a company to do some branding for me. And that was uh, an interesting process. And at the time I was kind of following a couple of ladies, one for fitness and one for business. And I was sort of like attracted to their stuff. And so that came out in the original brand. The other thing too, is that beyondthebanks.com was very expensive. And so I branded based on my name. I think it was a nice brand. You know, I had to eventually just choose because I was kind of becoming that, that client. client. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, so did you invest in your brand? Did you know you had to invest in your brand? Like, did you spend yeah. money on your brand? Yes, I did. My original brand, I spent a few thousand dollars, probably between getting the logo and getting like the, all the, the stuff done for it and everything. It was, you know, a few thousand dollars. And then I met you. 
<laughs> and I met you and, you know, you started exposing me to archetyping and I've always been really uh, interested in, you know, personality programs or tests. And through one of my jobs in the past, I'd done some leadership training and they did the color personality stuff. And then I'd done some other, you know, Myers-Briggs or whatever it is. When I started kind of learning more from you about archetyping, that became very interesting to me. And I, you know, I'd been making some money and making some profits, good money in my, in my program at the time. And so I went back to Beyond the Banks and bought it, beyondthebanks.com, and realized that I wanted to kind of get away from the jodyvetchel.com and move towards the beyondthebanks.com. And right. So tell me, what are the things that you recall happened when you were so interested in, in archetypes and how this kind of would be used to brand yourself? It definitely took a little bit for me to kind of wrap my head around it completely. And there's probably still much more for me to learn. But at the time, I just remember, you know, we were at, I remember the first retreat we did together and you presented and I was like, I don't really get this. Like I was a little bit confused. I, it wasn't, it was interesting, but it wasn't really getting. And then we went to the retreat in Bali and then you sort of individualized it. You personalized it, but just starting with the cards, read these cards and pick a card that resonates with you, you know, who you are. As soon as I read the, the Explorer card, it just completely resonated with me. But then I was also kind of torn a bit with the rebel card because I've got like some rebel in me too. And then, you know, as we sort of started to learn more about it from you, I realized that there was sort of a number one and a number two position. And that was really interesting to me. But what was even more interesting to me was the super fan stuff that you do where you have your opposite and the explorer opposite is lover and then the rebel is creator. the creator. Like the explorer is attracted to the lover and the lover is attracted to the explorer, which is why we get along so well because you're a lover, right? And so just to understand that as an explorer, I need to market to the lover. Like they are the client that they're attracted to the explorer and what the explorer has to offer and, and vice versa. And then for the rebel and the creator, it became very interesting to me because as an explorer, I actually am attracted to like a lot of romantic things and loverish things in those colors and stuff. And then also for the rebel, I'm very attracted to creator things. And I, you know, I studied architecture, I drive a Tesla and those are things that are more in the creator line, right? Writing and things like that. And so that ascension is interesting to me, but it was cool to go through the brand process with you. So there's the brand that Malta created, uh, my beyond brand. And it was a very interesting process to go through that with you and just you know, how you kind of create that, okay, like it's rooted in Explorer, but you can start to add these other elements of rebel and grow that. And that, and, you know, encompassing social media and all these things as well. Right. But it's a beautiful brand. And it's a brand that is for me, very scalable beyond brand, because I have a few other assets there's beyond the banks. And then there's, there are a few other ones that I'll be working on. And it just, it allows that scalability. And I like that. Because this is about 
feeling, right? Through this process, it's not just the logo or the font. It's much more than that, Mm -hmm. right? There's so many things that encompass a brand. It's personality, like you said, about the Explorer. But can you describe a feeling you had when you knew that was the brand? It might be hard to describe, but what happened in that moment? You know, it's almost like if you've ever taken like music lessons or piano lessons or something or singing, and I do this with my son a lot, but it's like when you go, ah, like, and and you match it, or you do like a continuous om or something like that, you're oming in a yoga class and And there's just that click, that vibration. And you just know you're like locked into the frequency of that because it it, it took me right back to childhood. I was such a little, don't box me in like the things that used to piss the teachers off. Jody doesn't like to listen to instructions. She's always kind of goes out of the box and does her own thing or I buggered off to Africa when I was 19, bush camping it through 10 countries. And, you know, when I got my driver's license, it was like, is the rule was I wasn't allowed to cross the bridge. And I was like, day two, I had crossed two bridges, you know, and because I wanted to explore, but there was also in order to be an explorer, a lot of times you have to have a little, you have to have gumption, you know, you have to have that little rebel piss on it. I'm going to do it anyways. So I took my son into this little gift shop in this little village area around where I live. And they have these little like token things that you can close your eyes and put your fingers in a bowl and pull it out. And my son pulled out this. Explorer. What a sign, right? Yeah. I'm like, yay. (laughs) He's also an Aries as I am. And he is an explorer. And I've been, I really try to, um, instill that in him to let him go and explore, you know, in the forest or let's not necessarily go on the beaten path. Like, Hey, I got a compass. Let's just like bugger off into the woods here. You know, I, I'd done some mushroom picking up in the Haida in my younger years and learned how to use the compass. And because I just wanted to go out off the beaten path. And I was very attracted to Jack Kerouac books and all my whole life, you know, like, it made sense of who I am. I never really kind of understood that drive that I had that part of me, you know, and it was really cool. Like it's been a very cool experience for me. So what I also want the listeners to know is you're not American, right? You grew up in Canada. So tell us a little bit about how that upbringing brought some of that explorer to life. Yeah, for sure. So I I live in British Columbia in in the Vancouver area and we grew up camping all the time. We were always camping in the summers. We had motorbikes. And then that's even a funny story too, because I played um, some boys hockey back in when I was younger and there was these like raffle tickets that we had to sell and whoever sold the most amount of tickets could win this little motorbike. And it was like a Yamaha 80 or something. And my dad said, if you guys, my brother and I both were in the same league, you know, doing this thing together. And he he said, if you work hard, you sell enough tickets and you win it, you'll win the motorbike. And then I'll buy a second motorbike. So you both have one. 
And so my mom would drive us out to like the liquor store, you know, this is the seventies and sit there in the parking lot and read her book or whatever. And I'd be selling raffle tickets to the guys coming out on Friday night <laughs> with their beer. And we were really devoted and we won the bike, my brother and I, and it was really neat. So that just was great because again, it was the seventies and early eighties and my parents were, you know, we'd go up with family and then cousins would have bikes and they would be like, all right, we'll see you at sundown, be here before dinner time. And we'd go off on the motorbikes all day long and go on adventures. And we definitely spent a lot of time camping and out in the woods and things like that. And so that was a big part of my upbringing. That's pretty incredible just to hear that and how that influenced a little bit of your brand essence is what I call. The last question I want to ask you is, what are the lessons learned over time? It doesn't have to be particularly about your brand, but what lessons have you learned on life that kind of ground you back to who you are? Going through some big lessons right now. I, you know, unfortunately I had a, a partner company um, that um, I had partnered with for my book and everything and um, kind of gone sideways and gone under and there was some deception um, in terms of what they were about and what they were doing. And so that has really hurt me and affected me. Big lesson. Emotionally and financially. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You on tears. <laughs> yeah. So I'm in it right now. I'm, I'm moving through it. I'm processing a lot and I know I'll be fine, but it's definitely been a big lesson because you just don't know really who you're partnering with. It's almost like a relationship in the sense that when you first start in a relationship, it's all great and everything, but then people change throughout that relationship. And really there is a time when that relationship needs to end, right? And it's just like, sometimes it's our job that needs to end. Sometimes it's a friendship. Sometimes it's, you know, a landlord tenancy thing. It can be anything, but it was there for a purpose and a reason. And we sort of went through the motions of it and it was great at the time, but then that changed, they changed things shifted. I would say the lesson is, is that listening to myself because there were signs where I needed to change. And it's, it's like that job thing. It's like, sometimes there's signs that you need to move on from your job or your relationship with your partner or whatever, and you don't listen. And then the universe kind of makes that happen for you because it needs to end. And uh, unfortunately I, uh, when I left my job, I was in control of me leaving my job because I knew that I needed to leave my job. Whereas with this relationship, I didn't take the steps to take control of it. So it happened for me and it was ugly. So listening to yourself and really taking those steps when you need to listen to yourself to make those changes, whether you need to fade away or confront, it doesn't really matter, but that's definitely a big thing. A big lesson. So Jody, tell us where we can find you. Tell us where we can see your courses, where we can purchase your courses. If some of us want to purchase, like how do we get in touch with you? Yeah, for sure. Thanks, Imalka. Beyondthebanks.com. There you go. I spent a lot of money for that, <laughs> that .com. Beyondthebanks.com. I have, you know, a funnel and, and I have, you know, a place where you can watch a masterclass and then have a consult. 
And then I'm on, you know, all the usual Facebook, Instagram, Beyond the Banks, uh, JV is where you can find me. And yeah, reach out and let me and, know how I can help you. Yeah. And what's next for Jody? What's next for Beyond? I am actually have a new partner company that has another real estate course under their belt. So we're partnering together to be able to expand and scale the brand and see where that goes. So we're just in the process of that. So I've slowed down a little bit while we're doing all like the transition stuff with digital marketing and all the fun stuff that comes along with doing things like this. Yeah. So we're going to do that. And, you know, I've got a couple of other things that I've got on my plate as well, consulting and things like that for an energy company um, with some food aspect to it, food sovereignty and things like that, which is kind of a personal interest to me. So I'm just kind of plodding along. And then what we want to do is expand out beyond the banks to not just about private money lending and real estate, but we're going to actually go further and get more into crypto and NFTs and REITs and all sorts of different things that is just basically beyond the bank, stepping out of the retail banking experience and seeing that there's lots of other ways to make money outside of your retail banking um, scenario. I love that. And I know you're the money expert. And with all these things happening, I'm sure I know one of your goals were to hit the seven figure mark and you were very close to that. And now you're still going to go seven figures and beyond, I'm sure. And I can't wait to see you in person soon when all this, when all these things settle down again, you know, and in the ether. So I thank you so much for being a client, being a friend and really believing in the process. Cause a lot of times once you understand it, once you live it, once you experience it, it's like, there's no going back. But I think that first instinct is like, what is this? Why does she know so much about me? How does she know that? <laughs> and a lot of times I've gotten like, uh, she is psychic. No, I have no psychic abilities uh, so far that I know of. Maybe later if I studied something (laughs) to do with that. (laughs) But I love this and I love the process. And what I love most is not just going through the process, but executing. Because there's nothing more rewarding in life than executing on your dreams. Absolutely. You know, when you have a dream, like, I mean, I had a dream to find financial independence, but I go back to that dropship retreat that I did. And I think, oh, I want to write a book like that. Out of that whole retreat, that is what I remembered the most was like that pitch to write a book. And I just knew that I was going to do that. And and I've got another book or two in me. It's just a matter of creating that space, right? <laughs> we have to create the space in our life. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, thank you, Jody, for your time. Thank you for being totally open and vulnerable. You know, these conversations sometimes are not easy, but I think it really helps us understand who we are and use that for the better of the world. So thank you so much. And I'll see you soon. Yes. Thanks, Jamelka. You're brilliant. Love you. Love you. Thank you for listening to The Brand Therapist. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. 
on your favorite pod player. If you'd like to connect with me on social, you can find me at Yamoka Rodriguez Branding, Bespoke Branding Agency, or email me at yamoka at yamoka.com. Thanks for listening.